Welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Today is Monday, May the 4th. Be with you. <laughs> you see what I did there? Ah, yeah, I'm no dad joke. Anyways, I am so excited to have you all on today's podcast episode because we are starting uh, this month of May, which is Mental Health Month or what we better call Mental Health Awareness Month. And it is going to be a power-packed month full of power-packed episodes. I'm gonna encourage you right now to make sure you're following my Instagram page and Facebook pages as well, as I am doing a series called The 31 Days of Power on there with different conversations focused around mental health every day and it is going to be amazing it's already kicked off really strong and really hard before we jump into today's conversation i want to first and foremost welcome and thank everybody who is new to the podcast thank you so much for tuning in thank you for your participation i ask that you subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on and make sure you share it as well maybe there's somebody out there that you feel needs to hear this um so feel free to share with your friends your family or whomever else that may need it as well. And to my returning uh, supporters and followers and listeners of this podcast, my family, thank you all so much. I love you guys. And I ask that you continue to do the same thing, support, share, let other people know. Um, This week is going to be uh, really interesting for the podcast because I'm going to do a different kind of breakdown where we will have episodes on Monday and then again on Thursday, um, because I feel like there's so many conversations that I want to tackle for the uh, co- the topic of mental health. And so we'll do a Monday and Thursday flow, actually not just this week, but for the entire month. I'm super excited though, because um, what's going to happen is the second episode every week is probably going to end up having a phenomenal guest. So you'll get a message from me Monday, and then I'll be bringing guests on the show for the rest of the month, which will be super dope. So therapists, we've had uh, Dr. Trish Wyatt on here before. She'll be back with us. We're going to have... Um, Alec Lifschultz with us, otherwise known as Trey Busy from the Let's Talk It Out podcast. He'll be tuning in. I'm gonna have some new voices as well that I think will be really, really intentional and needed for the different topics that we're dealing with in this mental health piece, specifically because we are still in quarantine on this whole COVID-19 side, right? So with that being said, I want to go ahead and my goal with the conversation of mental health is it's it, it, I'm not going to say it's changed. I think my approach is changing um, just because I'm noticing things as I continue to dive deeper into this work. And one of the things that I've really been trying to do more of lately is to really just like break the conversation of mental health down to a really simplified space and area and way. And the reason why I want to do this is because I think that by doing this, what will happen is that for those who might not necessarily understand it, um, we're giving them a chance and an opportunity to not only understand it, but to easily identify it in areas of their life. And I, I got to shout out my brother, Justin Sims, for this, because Justin reposted something that I put up. Uh, I think it was one of my speeches. And in it, he really did like a breakdown where he shared a portion of my speech on each one of his IG stories. But then he captioned it with a greater explanation. And one of the things that he said was, you know, folks need a a, a, a greater breakdown from where I'm from. Right. And, and, and it just hit me in a different kind of capacity, because the reality is, is that I think that 
sometimes when we listen to self-development, professional development type of stuff, it's very easy to get caught up in this idea that everybody um holds information the same way, receives information the same way, and understands the way that we do. And that's not the case, right? And so what might work for you as far as, okay, this is broken down enough, might not be the thing for somebody else. And so if we're going to talk about equality and more specifically equity um, in the conversation of of mental health and just being uh, an advocate for people, uh, we've got to be able to make sure that we are being inclusive to have all people um, be able to understand and be able to relate this back to their life. Right. Which leads me into today's conversation. We are going to keep this very simple as we kick off this month. So I thought that this was very fitting to have the conversation when we talk about mental health. Um, I know a lot of times we see this whole piece of of. Well, you know, it has a certain look. It's a certain type of person. It's this, that, or the third. And the reality is, is that we all have a mental health, which is going to be the first point that I want to give you all for today. And that is today's topic as well. We all have a mental health. And I feel like when we can have a greater understanding of this, what it does is it helps us to do what we say we want to do, which is to break the stigma around mental health together. Many times, though, we don't do this, right? And the reason why I say this is because I think for some people, when they hear the whole, we all have a mental health thing, it automatically goes bad, right? It goes to this negative thought process or this negative connotation and that we think about the mental health issue, but we don't necessarily consider the mental health, which is simply to say that I'm not saying that you have an issue by saying that we all have a mental health. I'm simply saying that the same way that we all have a physical health that we've got to take care of, we've got a mental health. We have our mind, we have our emotions, and we have our heart that that all string together, right? And in this, what what we do and what we see is that this needs to be catered to just like a physical health does, because when it's not, what happens? When we don't take care of our physical health, what tends to happen, right? You might not see issues over an early period of time. Maybe maybe you'll just kind of see, you know, a change in your body. It could be a change in weight. Maybe it's a change in the organ function. Maybe it's a change in how, you know, your your skin is reacting to certain things or your system is reacting to certain foods in, in those times. But then as it goes on and it builds and you're still not taking care of your physical health, you know, if you're not careful, you can see illnesses and ailments start to arise in your body because you haven't made an investment into good or proper physical health it's the same way with our mental right like we all have a brain we all have emotions and depending on what life gives us the reality is is that it can go either way like if we're being completely honest it can go either way proper investment helps us to be able to take care of our 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 brain our mind and our emotions right and so the 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 mental health and the physical health piece are so important when we talk about being able to have those two really just in the same boat when it comes to investment right and so like i said just because you have a mental health it does not mean that you have a mental health issue and the reason why i'm putting this one out there is because i love 
the fact that when I first brought this up in a conference maybe a year or two ago and I said this, um, man, the response was insane. Like people were responding back and just like, I ain't got no mental health issues. And I said this in front of a room full of like educators with like masters and PhDs. <laughs> and so it, the, the initial reaction had me going and I laughed at it and I was like, guys, wait, slow down. I was like, but I never said we had issues. I was like, we all have a mental health. And so that was a beautiful moment for all of us because what it did was kind of showed how our mainframe and our mind, it showed how we look as people, how we view it, right? Like we literally skipped from having the health of it to like having the issue. But I think that goes to show just how our mind is responding to what our eyes and our ears have been exposed to when we talk about mental health, when we hear it, when we see it, and not realizing how it's kind of possibly jaded some of of, of um, our own opinions around it and, and the way we look at it, right? And so the reality is, is that you don't see issues right away or you don't see problems right away, just like our physical health, when it's not invested to that's when we can start to see the problems, right? And so here's my, my second takeaway point for you all. Having a mental health is not a bad thing, right? Your mind is beautiful and it should definitely be treated as such. And I need for you all to remember that and understand that your mind, your brain, the way that it works in its own uniqueness for whomever you are, that is a beautiful thing and it should be treated as beautiful. So here's the reality, right? Having a mental health issue, I'm sorry, having mental health isn't a bad thing, but I would even go further and say, even in you having your struggles, your bouts and your issues in the mental health, it doesn't make you a bad person. It's not a bad thing. And even in that, your mind is beautiful and it should be treated as such. Just because you find yourself dealing with anxiety, right? Maybe it's social anxiety. Maybe it's anxiety when it comes to just your anxious thoughts by yourself. Maybe you're dealing with depression, right? So, uh, we can take it deeper into the conversation of, of schizophrenia and, and identity personality disorders. Maybe you deal with PTSD. Even in those moments where you do have what has been labeled as a mental health issue, it does not make you a bad person. And it, it's not a bad thing. Like you are a stronger individual for the simple fact that you are trying to really figure this thing out and work your way through it and find strength and power in it, right? And so having this isn't bad. You aren't bad. You are a champion and you will be able to champion it. And, and this is why we're having this conversation today. When we talk about normalizing it, one of the ways we can normalize it, one of the ways we can break the stigma is by simply being able to say that whether good, bad, ugly, or indifferent, you belong. You belong. Your mind is beautiful, even with the struggles. You are beautiful, even with your struggles, and you deserve to be treated as such. All right. So um, third point that I want to give you kind of segueing in from that second piece is that for those of you all that have a mental health, which is all of us, right? Your mental health, no matter what state it is in, is not a burden. So here we go. Whether you are in a good mental space, whether you are in a soul, soul mental space or whether you're in a bad mental space, I am here to let you know that your mental status, your mental health, no matter what state it is, is in, excuse me, it is not a burden. 
And I, I apologize for the people who might have made you feel like it was for the individuals that made you feel like, oh, you are a burden with this or whatever the case might be. You are not a burden. Right. And so in this, I need for you all to start reframing how you look at yourself when it comes to your mental health and understanding that, hey, maybe you were around some people that told you your mental health struggle, um, whether good or bad, was a burden and, and you just weren't in the in the right space with the right people. Or maybe guess what? They weren't equipped or maybe they didn't know how to handle it. You know, they're not bad people. You're not bad people. It's just a matter of being being able to be connected and in community with the right individuals who can really help you and who can understand you and help you in your growing process as you learn to conquer and overcome. Right. The last thing that I want to give you all point number four, and it kind of segues from point three. I think that if we're going to be serious about mobilizing um in 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 healing around conversations and things that have to do with our our health our mental health and our life yo we've got to truly learn to empathize with each other from the simple fact that we all have a mental health that needs love and um this can be really hard to do because a lot of times when we talk about mental health we're not seeing the person's mind when we're having a conversation what we're seeing is the person's reactions we're seeing their trauma responses. We're seeing, you know, kind of like their, you know, uh, the, the lashing out or outbursts. You're seeing something. You're seeing the outward appearance of um, what could be stemmed to somebody's mental and emotional health. And so in that, it's a lot easier for us to cast judgment in those moments um, and not empathize because what we're we're not realizing is that we're we're seeing the outward appearance piece. And it reminds me of something that one of my mentors said to me uh, two or three years ago. Um, we were sitting down at a restaurant and um, we were just talking about like healing work with people, like, you know, how so many people are hurting. And he said that one of the things that has helped him as an individual when it comes to, to working with people and helping people, even those that might be a little more difficult to work with, he said that he's learned to see people for their hurt and not their responses. And I thought that that was so powerful because I, I feel like this is where we are when it comes to empathy, right? When we can learn to see people for the hurt that they're going through and not necessarily their reaction or their response, what it does is that it helps us to kind of put our emotions in check long enough to empathize with them and 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 not allow ourselves to be sucked into what they're feeling and what they're going through and having us now have a negative response as well. And so I just want to encourage you all with that. My fourth and final point, let's learn to empathize with each other. It's so important, right? If we learn to empathize and understand that we all have a mental health, and I think deeper than that with our mental health, man, look, if we're honest, man, many of us, all of us, we could be one bad decision, you know, one upset, one, you know, one moment, one mishap away from having the flip side of our mental health shown that might not be so favorable in the eyes of others, in the eyes of many. And so with that, I just want to encourage you all to 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 take some time to be patient, to truly learn people and to to be able to empathize with them in their struggle. So quick recap, we all have a mental health, right? Um, but the reality is that we can't neglect it. We've got to invest into it and um, it will keep us healthy right? Or keep it healthy. And in that return, it will keep us healthy. 
simple conversation. But like I said, I think that in order for us to really break the stigma, stop the stigma, stomp the stigma, whatever your tag is for it, we've got to be able to first acknowledge the fact that we all have it. And in that, I think that we can start to make some forward progress. I am so excited for this month. I think it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to hearing from you all. And uh, man, I'm like I said, I'm just the, the conversation of mental health for me is so important. Obviously, if you know my story or if you don't, um, you know, just just being able to overcome and conquer, you know, living with depression and having suicide attempts growing up and even into my collegiate years um, and, and knowing what that's like and, and, and being able to see this thing on the other side now has been so important. So that is all I have for you all today. Make sure you stay in touch with me. Instagram, Jr. Facebook, Richard L. Taylor Jr. My website is richardtaylorjr.com. As always, you're not losing a life. You're not failing. You're simply between the dream. Looking forward to talking to you all soon. Peace.